In the book, Paradise in Plain Sight, Lessons from a Zen Garden, by Karen Mason Miller. We're told Karen's story. She buys a property with a large Japanese garden, and she gets more than she bargained for. It's not what she expected, and she shares that life is a lot like that. Sometimes people come to the garden and say, It's so much smaller than I thought. Or, It's so much bigger than I thought. Or, It's not at all what I thought. They have created a picture in their minds of what the garden looks like, or what it should look like. And when they see the real thing, they aren't seeing it at all, but comparing it to a picture in their minds. Sometimes people come to the garden and say, I had no idea. Then they don't say anything else because they are seeing the garden. They are seeing what is right in front of them and experiencing it. Then nothing needs to be said. I invite you to contemplate how you may view your own life this way. You may look at your life and say, it's so much smaller than I thought, or it's so much bigger than I thought, or it's not at all what I thought. Perhaps right now is an opportunity to just be present with your life. Not as you think it is, or as the world might tell you it should be, but simply as it is. Lie and be in the garden of your life. Karen Miller struggles with her garden, and an essential issue she has is with her ponds. They're muddy and full of all this crap from the garden. She wants them clear, and she wants everything to look beautiful, so she hires an expert Japanese gardener to inspect them. The guy says to her, This is the most perfect example of a naturally purified pond I've ever seen. He was awestruck. Miller shares, Then he showed us the hidden elegance in the whole rotten mess. The large surface area supplied ample oxygen. The stream and waterfalls were natural filters. The mud balanced the water's chemistry, keeping plants and fish alive. He didn't do anything that day except give us the right view of the water. It isn't always pretty, but it's beautiful. We never needed to call him again. And there is another opportunity for you, perhaps, to give yourself the right perspective of what may be appearing as the murky, unclear, or even crappy areas of your life. Perhaps they're all there, and we can allow ourselves just this time to experience them as perfect, just the way they are, for irrigating our epiphanies, for bringing about deeper understandings, for helping us to heal, to deepen, and to grow. Miller shares, What do you practice? Whatever you practice, you'll get good at. Some people become more fearful or cynical, some more arrogant or vain, some greedier, some needier, some more combative or closed-minded. That's what they practice. And then there are a few who grow as solid as a mountain and as wide open as the sky. They are strong and yet tender, steady yet yielding, powerful yet gentle. You will recognize them because they resemble the earth you can touch, 
and the sky you cannot contain. It's not that they are superhuman. They are more completely human than most of us ever allow ourselves to be. Can you see yourself and your life, strong yet tender, steady yet yielding, powerful yet gentle? Can you resemble the earth you can touch and that sky you cannot contain? To close with some final wisdom from Miller on honoring the garden of our lives and settling in it with consciousness. We settle in the sheep turds because that's where the fruit trees grow. And with a little work, the fruit tastes pretty damn good. Some people settle with a field or a flock, some with a stick or a shovel, and some on a bench, chair, or cushion. Once you learn to settle the mind, you can settle anywhere and begin to cultivate the scenery. Then you might realize that the ground of your mind is the very ground of this earth, where your feet find the path and the future appears in plain sight. It dawns like the faint glow of an early morning. Even before you open your eyes, you know it's the sun. <laughs>